0: Hi, yeah,
1: go for it! Hi, guys. Matty Jackson back here with the Academy North from behind the lockdown podcast. Back with Stephen Cole. How are you, Steve? Very good, pal. How are you? Yeah, good. Thank you, mate. Check out our website academynorth.co.uk. The podcast's on Spotify and Apple, and we're on all social media at Academy North One. Our guest for today, absolute legend. Uh, played fifty Test matches for England, taking one hundred and sixty-seven wickets. 27 white ball internationals and 820 career wickets in all forms. Thanks for joining us Monty Panesar. How are you Monty? I'm
2: um, very well, thank you. Thank you for having me on your podcast.
1: Thank you for coming on, mate. We really appreciate it.
0: Our oh, pleasure, mate.
1: So just just before we we dip into the cricket, mate, we'll start start away from cricket. What's uh, what's going on in the life of Monty these days?
2: Well, what I do is I tend to get up do my exercise? Follow someone on Instagram Live because at my age, there's something called motivation. away. <laughs> <and it's laughs> like. So I, I try and follow someone who gives me motivation. But I'm good at one thing. I'm surprised by is like we say that this this phase right now, self isolation, is like um, it's a way of um, developing some discipline, some skills of discipline in your life. Yeah and I seem to have the discipline of following a PT trainer on Instagram live and then just follow them what they're doing and I don't miss like like a daily sort
1: of exercise session yeah, um, keep... but if you ask me to do it, um, you know, probably be a different story Yeah, good, good, whatever finds a way to keep you going and talking about that motivation uh, we nearly saw you on, uh, on Dancing on Ice, didn't we, a couple of years ago? <laughs>
2: Yeah, we did. I wish I never. I wish I wasn't practicing my turns because I probably <laughs> You know, I should have just done straight line um, ice skating because uh, that's far more easier than uh, actually trying to complicate the issue.
1: Yeah, but may- maybe in the future,
2: I don't know if I want to go on the ice rink again. Yeah, okay. <laughs>
1: get
2: get you on. You st- know, get, yeah, it's a funny thing. It's a funny thing. Once you have like a real like let's say a tragic experience with something it's weird how your mind always thinks that should i actually go there and do it or there's the other mindset of like actually there's something inside me that i really want to conquer the ice because i didn't seem to conquer it yeah and i don't know which where where i'm sitting at the moment
1: that sort of competitive competitive edge in you there
2: Yeah, because I'm quite, I think if I like something, I get quite, if if there's a skill I want to learn, I get quite into it and I want to like, you know, get it right. So I don't know if that passion is there where I think, actually, you know what, there's one thing I haven't conquered and that's the ice and I really want to give it a go, do it this time and, um, you know, prove to myself that, yeah, I can ice skate, um, yeah that's something inside me then
1: yeah
0: I, I would love to you know go back on dancing
1: on now, fingers crossed that's brilliant
0: um one thing you did though, mate was uh, a cricket pitch mate so obviously England under 19s in year 2000 and then your first class debut was a year later getting eight wickets um in the match what was it like coming through at northlands mate because did i read somewhere that you're a medium pacer until you were 16 as well Yeah, I was 16 and I was a medium pacer.
2: I I always wanted to be like Wazimakram. I am a big Wazimakram fan, I'll be honest. Aren't we all? Yeah, I wanted to be everything like him. Obviously, I don't know about the looks, that's the bit, you know, I I don't know (laughs) if I'm... I think I'm a a better looking, I would have been a better looking version of Wazimakram.
1: Yeah, I'll give you that, yeah. Uh, (laughs)
2: Yeah. You know, after Imran Khan, then Monty Panasar, let's be honest.
1: <laughs> yeah, you, you're up there in the top three, Monty. <laughs> yeah, give me a silver, I'm, I'm on the podium with a silver medal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: so for me, it was everything Wazi Makram, you know. World Cup happened against England, I thought England going to win that until I saw that over and I was like, that's it, I'm on my left arm, I'm on my left armour, I want to be everything that Wazi Makram is. Until I got to fifteen, sixteen, and I just couldn't get the ball. I couldn't bowl fast. I couldn't yeah. bowl fast enough. I used to swing it and put it on a length, and I was really, I was a really good, accurate bowler. I just couldn't get the ball to go. You know, I couldn't get any pace on it. Yeah. And then I remember Paul Taylor, who was a Northants coach, and uh, he said to me, Monty, you know what? I'm trying to get you to bowl fast, but I can't seem to get you to bowl fast. Why? Have you got such big fingers. Why don't you give spin a go? So I bowled a couple of balls of spin and I was turning and bouncing and it hit and I was hit and I was accurate. Like I was so accurate. Like you know, I was just hitting the length. He goes he goes, you know what, Monty? Do not ever bowl fast bowling again. You are gonna bowl spin <laughs> for the rest of your life. And I and I always whenever I um, I always whenever I meet Paul Taylor, I always thank him for that. I always thank him and say yeah. to you know, him, uh, thank you so much for um,
1: you know, giving me that piece of advice Yeah, it because didn't, didn't turn out too that,
0: bad. <laughs> yeah, that, that that meant a lot to me, that dude. Yeah, brilliant. Um, yes, yeah, so obviously we just talked about your sort of North Ants debut, mate. Went really well. Um, your England debut probably went a little bit better in India. Your first Test wicket was your hero, wasn't it, mate? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, he, firstly, let's let's. I'll be I'll be
2: I'll be honest with you, Freddie. First of all, said to me. Monte Panasa at the end. And I came up to him and I said, um, is, am I 12th man for tomorrow? And he goes, no, you are playing tomorrow, mate. And I was like, are you like, are you sure you're not, you know, you're <laughs> more about this? Like, let's be honest, you know, this is like the, probably the best team in Indian's test history, you know, the batsmen that we look at. Yeah. Sewag, Laxman, Ganguly, Dhoni, Sachin, Dravid. Like, this is like... <laughs> yes yeah, it's, it's one of the best probably the best you know batting lineup in in, in, in the history of test cricket for Indian cricket yeah and I just <coughs> never thought in a million years I'll be honest with you I never thought <coughs> in a million years when I went to that trip to India I remember chatting to Kepler Vessels actually he was my coach and they gave me a two year contract yeah. and Kepler goes look firstly you need to I wanted to become a bodybuilder after I finished um, at Loughborough yeah I had all these big muscles and I loved it. I just loved physical workouts and then I had a really good season and then I got selected and I had to reduce my size quickly and I'm um, Kepler just said look I, I, you know if you play great but just go there for the experience you know you've got a two-year Northam's contract it'll be good for you and then when you come back you know we'll work with you and um, I was just yeah that, that was it really and then I didn't realize that um, Freddie actually thought you know what this guy's ready to play and he, he backed me you know he probably saw I, I when i was a youngster i wasn't a confident guy yeah. you know I, I used to always ask the batsman was oh, my bowling all right it was like mate you're turning it <laughs> he, he me outside, you've got me out twice it's like yeah you're doing really well mate I was, <laughs> why aren't you so why aren't you full of confidence and i don't know why i was like that i was always like you know just oh, i need to make sure it's my bowling good after i bowled the guy out a few times in the mess. um and that's the same thing then, you know. I, I trained really hard and I just bowled, bowled, bowled. And then Freddie thought, yeah, I want this guy to play. And um, he backed me, you know. And, and that's what sometimes, you know, these like great, great players, because they have so much confidence in themselves, that was one issue. You know, he really helped me to become a much more confident person, a confident cricketer. And he was brilliant at that. He, for, for him to back me, it was like, wow, Freddie's backing me. Duncan
1: Fletcher's backing me. Yeah. yeah, they must think I'm really good. Massive confidence <laughs> boost at the time, then. Can you,
0: can you describe the feeling of getting Sachin out, mate? Oh,
2: mate, I was... It, I couldn't believe it. It was just unbelievable. I was on the field and I was just buzzing. and It, it was like a dream come true for me, you know, when he lifted the finger. And I thought, I cannot believe I've got Sachin to knock her out as my first test wicket. <laughs> and I just went running up to point and It just went everywhere. It was just... I couldn't 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 hold myself. It was just <laughs> unbelievable. Yeah.
1: His I... birthday, actually. Oh, yeah, we saw that on social media. Did I also see that after that game, Sachin signed the match ball for you?
2: Yeah, he did. which I didn't realise he was going to, and he and he just wrote Brilliant. down once the blue moon, mate, never again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant.
2: <laughs> but um, then I got him out in I got him out at Lords. Yeah, I remember uh, and that. Then he goes to me. Then he signed it, and he goes, "The blue moon comes more often than I thought." <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> um yeah so obviously that like, you played in uh, world cups and ashes series and things like that can you pick a highlight out of well apart from sachin's wicket probably a highlight for you england please yeah well look, look my probably five foot
2: at perth um in the first innings yeah and um and then also um my uh Cardiff, you know that was a special moment as well. Cardiff, yeah. oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jimmy, yeah, yeah, Jimmy, me and Jimmy, yeah, holding it together. So that was That, was, that was brilliant,
1: brilliant. brilliant. Yeah. yeah, that that that's superb. So you were always and still are a massive fans' favourite. Um, just obviously, there's huge positives there and playing for England. Does that sometimes become a little bit difficult? Maybe in terms of of sort of pressure and expectations. Well, it's, it
2: was an interesting one. I remember um, when. <laughs> Uh, at Lord's when I first got the ball and then Freddie gave it to me and the crowd just erupted and I was like, wow, this is like, this is a bit surreal, isn't it? I never, I never thought this would happen in my life. All I wanted to do was play for England. I didn't want to have the crowd erupting and it was like, I don't know what it was. It was just an unbelievable (laughs) feeling and um, the whole public, the British public, everyone just, you know, it was like... And then I, then I saw how like Freddie and everyone else handled, uh let's say stardom. Yeah. And um, I kind of learned from them. You know, I was a little bit shy. I didn't want to sign autographs, and then I started to sign autographs and started to you know understand all
0: of these things. But yeah, it was it was it was amazing.
1: Brilliant. Fantastic.
0: Um, obviously, mate. More recently as well. Obviously, me and Matty playing the Liverpool comp, and you had little girl Wallacy as well, mate. Didn't you? How was that? <laughs> it was good, yeah. Really friendly club, and they they were like really good. They said that we don't want to get relegated;
2: we're on the table, and that's what we managed to do. We used to drive three hours, you know, on a Friday, all the way up for a bread and breakfast, <laughs> and um and then <laughs> drive three hours back. It, it was it was basically my whole weekend
1: I was based on baseball Wallasey. Yeah, yeah, um, brilliant. <laughs> Yeah, we all yeah. we all kept an eye on that. Just just before we go into your best eleven, Monty Academy North, and what we do is we run tours and tournaments and a lot of coaching. We work with a lot of young players who've obviously got ambitions. Could you pinpoint one one best piece of advice you could give that kind of player? I think what it is is that
2: like cricket's a funny game. People develop. Some players develop really quickly, and and I remember a youngster, you know, like Nikki Peng he was like legendary he was just unbelievable he could hit cricket balls he was just you know just really really good and um, but then he, I don't know what happened he kind of faded away when he when, when he had to step up against you know first class players and that's what and that's what cricket's like like if you really are passionate and you genuinely want to become a cricketer you know it doesn't matter what standard of cricket you are you know you're de- everyone's development is different yeah and, and um just don't ever give up because you don't know when, when, when everything just falls into place for you, you know. yeah. Um, don't, don't compare yourself Oh, the other ones are really good. Just 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 stick to it.
1: Yeah. If not, you
2: really do it, if you stick to it badly enough, you you you, you can get there to the top.
1: Absolutely, Great advice. Absolutely love that, mate, yeah. So let's move into your best 11, which is just an incredible team. Um, a lot of international games in this. Let's start at the top with the man with a knighthood, Sir the Cook.
2: Yeah, he was I think what I loved about Alistair was his fitness. He was supremely fit. Yeah. And also I liked how he just worked out methods for each bowler, stuck to it, kept it simple in his head, and that was it. He had a great really good level of concentration, stuck to his game plan. And he was just yeah. He was brilliant. Absolutely brilliant.
1: We we talked yeah, you know, very briefly before about that pressure and scrutiny that comes with with playing international cricket, and obviously Cook had an awful lot of it, didn't he? With with things that went on off the pitch while he was captain, how difficult must it be for him to, to kind of keep his cool through all that and just carry on scoring hundreds? Yeah, I think I think he you had know,
2: the ability to put things into place, and I think one one thing that really helped him was um, he he was he, he, he living a farm. Yeah, yeah, and um, yeah, and. Um, and, and because, of, because he lived in that farm, uh, that helped him to just switch off on cricket and not think about it. Yeah. And I think that's one thing. If any youngster wants to learn from Alistair cook, is have a hobby. Have something that you're really into and takes you away from cricket.
1: Yeah, like a, a, almost a switch off and a release.
2: Yeah, complete switch off that you're mentally, emotionally
0: just not even thinking about.
1: Brilliant. And like I think
0: that. That, that helps you then when you get back into playing cricket. Definitely. Um, yes. Yeah, so open the bat with Cooky, but another left hander who scored a lot, a lot of runs. Uh, Marcus Triscothic
2: Look, Marcus Triscothic I, I thought he was gonna, he, he was gonna be like the best ever batsman. Do yeah.
1: you know what I mean,
2: it was unfortunate, like you know what he had to go through. But yeah, of course. When I said, I said to him, like, I said, you're gonna, you're gonna you know, you, you, will probably end up. um Playing 125 test matches, you know, if, uh, the way you, level your are at as a player. Um, but unfortunately, he didn't get to there. But he's, you know, after Graham Gooch, i will say that like Mark's just got it. You know, there's no one any, any, there's no one better than him. Do you know what I
1: mean? Yeah, he was incredible playing, playing till he was 43, forty thousand sort of career runs. And any surprise that it looks like he's going to move into the coaching game now or?
2: I think he'll be a brilliant coach. He has a real great feel for the game. When he was that first slip for me, he would just say little things. He would adjust himself uh, at slip and and where he needs to be. He's got a just a real good. He's got a great feel for the game. Yeah, and not and that, that you can't teach that to anyone. That just happens naturally, and he he really has. He just he just feels it. He senses things and he will be a brilliant coach, and he's a good I think he commentates really well as well. He's a good commentator. Huh? Yeah, he talks stuff. He understands the game and everything. But I, I, I think he will be a brilliant coach. I think that's where um, you know he, his uh, his real passion lies. You know, I can see him become an England batting coach. Or yeah, you know, I think he's, I think he's already a batting coach. some sounds right?
1: Yeah, he's just moved straight in. I think yeah,
2: straight in. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't
0: surprise me. So yeah, he's yeah he's he, he he's brilliant. You talked just about Andruszkovic. Like obviously, Andruszkovic, he didn't have sort of the a, a brilliant technique, just more sort of hand eye. But you talked about doing your own work, going your own path as a youngster. I suppose he's a good example, isn't he? Yeah, he is. He's someone who uh,
2: loved cricket, enjoyed cricket. Um, he he was brilliant. It was just you know he he was like Matthew Hayden. You know, I remember. Yeah. During the academy in 2002, when I saw him in Australia getting a massage, and I looked at him and I was just like, "Wow!" <laughs> just just he, he just
1: had this he just had this such a uh aura
2: about him, you know. And I and I thought he was going to like do obviously he's just he's had an amazing career and I thought he was going to do even greater things, but um, you know, the mental health, you know, kind of played a role, which surprised everyone. But yeah, it, like. Um, and then, and then I remember him breaking down at Ashes, you know, and, and that was really sad to see him he had to go home. Yeah, um, and, and I guess that was it really after that. And that. That was it for him. But he, he, he was, you know, he was, he was an amazing player. Honestly, I, I, I was always in awe of him, you know, always like just look and think, yeah, man, this is Marcus, just Kothik. he's just, <laughs> <laughs> just amazing, great balance up the crease, just. Dismissive, just, just,
1: just, yeah.
2: just, just dismissive. Of, you know, he, he, like as a spinner, I remember bowling to him. He used to sweep
1: every ball, <laughs> he sweep everything. Yeah, su- superb. So, um,
2: and I was like, I, I, How can I? Why does he sweep every ball? <laughs> I can't even stop him from sweeping. <laughs> Brilliant. He was. Really, he was. He, he was unbelievable. Unbelievable um, player
1: but not not a bad top 2 but at number 3 we've got another 21 test match hundreds another england captain and another knighthood sir andrew strauss
2: yeah he was um i would say he was he, when he got in he was very like stubborn in you know, a very uh, steely dogged kind of like cricketer and, and stuck to his methods um he probably didn't have the concentration or you know, the mentor level maybe as cook. But um you know, I remember his career was on the line at New Zealand Napier. And he 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 knew that this could be my last test match. And he managed to get 170, 180 not out. And that that hundred changed his career. That that was it. And and then after that he became captain and all this kind of stuff, you know, doing the ashes. Um and I, I thought he was brilliant. You know, after that, he really he he became a better player when he was in leadership positions. I think he got he, he got the best out of himself. He got the best out of himself as a team, as a cricketer. Yeah, you know, he really he he enjoyed captaincy when he played for England. I thought he, was, he saw the best of Andrew Strauss when he was captain. For England.
1: Yeah, it's I'm really glad you said that actually, because I had something like that written down here, obviously Captain of England. But then he went on to be the director of cricket as well, and I think you've summed it up that maybe he leadership is something that suits him on and off the pitch.
2: Yeah, I think I think that's where he that's 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 what he he, he you know, he feels comfortable. That's him.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's um, yeah, yeah,
2: that that that's what he is. So um um, yeah so so I, I, I feel that I, I, I always thought in the ashes when Andrew Flintoff became captain which I thought, I thought Flintoff was a little bit unlucky you know he yeah. lost half of his team possibly he could have just become vice captain and let chelsea to become captain you know that yeah. importance that, that, yeah. that where oh my god I want to become England captain like you know is that really that important to become England captain or should I just become or should I just you know it's a difficult one, you know. If the yeah. was the same, they all wanted to become England captain too early and uh, mm-hmm. sometimes when you're such a big player, do you know what I mean, like um you know like every yeah. player wants to break into India. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like a it's like a it's like a pop party, you need to break into America, then you know you're then you are then, then you then know <laughs> yeah. <big>, right. <clears throat> And it's the same thing with cricket. And Freddie and KP both did that. They broke into India. Yeah. Now, I think there were two bigger players, two bigger personalities to become captains. They should have just uh, stuck to become just stuck what they were good at. X-factor yeah. players, match winners, just big personalities. And,
1: you know, the, taking a captaincy on, on on top of that, you just, know, is just, I,
0: I thought it was too much.
1: Yeah, fair enough, that's nice.
0: Yeah. yeah, so uh, number four at Captain that actually did do very well. Uh, Michael Vaughan? Yeah, I think Vaughan he got the best out of me. He always got the best out of me. He
2: made me feel relaxed. He just he just said, just go and spin the ball, mate. Just spin the ball. Don't worry about anything else. And he'll set my fields. And, you know, he would set the fields for me. I, I didn't have to set my field. And he'll take that. Because he knew that what. For him, right, Paulie was always like, "What gets one? What, what does? What does get? What is your motivation to get out of bed? What's the thing that gets you out of bed each day?" Yeah. And that's for cool. me, it was just spinning a
0: cricket ball and, and taking wickets. And he knew that, and that's what he did. He just said, "Look, just spin a ball, take me some wickets. Don't worry about anything else." Yes. And I think that's that's how he he got the best out of me.
1: I I love that. Just keep it as simple as possible and not not overcomplicate things.
2: Well, there's, look, there's always going to, let's be honest, there is always going to be things that are going to complicate it, right? Yeah. But you have, to, you have to keep it simple as possible so you've got room for the complications. <laughs> yeah, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. Yeah, so, you know, there's always going to be, there's always a complication somewhere, but you just need to keep it simple in your mind. And Corny was brilliant. He just kept it simple for me. He goes, Monty, just spin it for me and take wickets. Don't mm-hmm. worry about anything else. And and he just got he got the best out of my bowling, you know. I, I was able to work Maxman out, you know, by by looking at ball or different balls and do whatever. And he let me do that. He just let me enjoy. It. He let me just carry carry my craft. And and yeah, and
0: then he got the best out of me. Yeah, you talked a little bit on and Obviously, Vaughan getting the best out of your mates. Obviously, I think you captain under. Um... Strauss and Cook a little bit as well. What, what, were they different? Were they very different as captains or did they have sort of similar ideas? Or? Well, yeah, because I, I think I, uh,
2: I just, I just, I don't, I think Swanee was a better cricketer than me, you know, he was a better batsman, he was a better catcher. Yeah. So, you know, Strauss and Cookie always looked towards him and then if they, if we were playing two spinners, then yes, yeah, Strauss and Cookie, they both backed me, you know, um, they gave me the ball first, you know, the red ball. Um, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, on a, on a spinning deck. Uh, but I was a good, they saw me as a good second spinner, but I don't think they, as a front line spinner, they probably thought Swanee would be better because he could bat. He was a better batsman.
1: Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, moving on to number five, we've got Kevin Peterson. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah what,
2: Kevin what
1: can Peterson, we say? We, always, yeah,
2: we know Kevin Peterson was brilliant. You know, I, I remember his innings against the West Indies, he got 226. He was absolutely brilliant at that. And how he just, when he got into his zone, he just he wanted to take on the best boulders in the world and make a statement. And I remember when he said, uh, he just reverse swept Kevin um, Mortamo Lithre, put him into yes. the stand, and it was just like Peterson was like, "I I'm going to take I'm going to do something that other people can't do in the world. So you know I want to show the world this is what I can do." And that was Peterson for you. You know, no one ever thought of stripping time or literally thought, you know what, I'm gonna do it. Yeah. And, and he had the courage and he had the confidence to do it. So, you know, he was he was just destructive and dominant. And I, I think what I loved about him was how he just did outrageous things so so people can say, Yeah, I can do it, but you guys can't and yeah. that's what's so special about me. And and that's what that's that's what that's that's, that's Peterson for you, you know.
1: Yeah, just, yeah. So you've got you've got in the to, in the top order there. You've got Cook and Strauss, and then Kevin Peterson. Do we need a peacemaker in the team, or will he be all right?
2: <laughs> well, there's this Fawny there
0: and Tress to keep the peace, right?
1: Yeah, we'll <laughs> we'll keep them apart. <laughs>
0: yeah. Is um. Monty's KP the best best batter you play with?
2: Um.
0: I think the one who could score the quickest. Yeah.
2: And put us in a match winning. The position then it will be KP the one to like you know bat all day for us will be Cookie and yeah that's all I'll that say. Yeah, saying
0: yeah so we've got another well another fella could bat all day I'm not great doing it uh, Ian Bell number 6 yeah Ian Bell was a brilliant player when
2: his confidence was great you know and he was clear in his mind and I reckon he was one of the best players to watch in the world you know on his day he was absolutely brilliant um <laughs> I, I think the only thing letting down was his own self. Maybe his self confidence, maybe his belief in himself. Um, in terms of talent, he was, you know, brilliant. He was up there as one of the best you know, players we've seen. But sometimes I felt he lacked, you know, he he he, he, he didn't believe in himself as much as he showed. Yeah, didn't uh, back himself. Um, you know, but in terms of talent, he was brilliant.
1: I, I, on his day, I reckon you wouldn't see a better cover drive yeah definitely <laughs>
2: yeah what a brilliant cover drive he used
1: to hit, yeah so, so you've got you know your top six there has got over forty five thousand test runs for England, so obviously you would have you would have done a lot of bowling at them who who out of that top six at times was the most difficult to bowl at?
2: Uh, see me and Billy uh, gone through under nineteen days, and uh, he used to always come down the wicket and hit me over the top, yeah. And he used to do that from the age of 17, 18, you know, in the 19s. And every time we used to bowl in the nets, I remember Bailey would always check if he's, if, he was, if he's playing spin well. He'll come down the wicket, hit me over the top, and that would be his, like, check, like, yeah, I'm playing spin well. Yeah. And he used to do that every net session. And I'd be like, yeah, well, if, 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 if you're going to face a lot of spin tomorrow, mate... I know you'll be getting a lot of runs because yeah. you are just you know looking in fine form. And he was, yeah, he a brilliant player, really good player, just
1: yeah, great, great
2: player, great uh, to watch. And we, and we had a lot, a lot of good time together under nineteen days. Yeah, it was really good.
1: Oh, brilliant. That's nice. Um, so another match winner's coming in at number seven, Andrew Flintoff.
2: Yeah, Freddie's always going to be there because I, I think he just backed in me my ability. Yeah, he I pushed, he put me into challenging situations. It got me uh, uh, out there really forward, you know. Um, and uh, the other thing was also, um, I, I, I just, I just felt that Freddie, um, uh, you know, in terms of his batting, was destructive. You know, just, yeah. just smash it everywhere. And um, and his bowling used to hit that deck harder than anyone else. Yeah. You know, he was just he used to hit that deck really hard, and he was a strong lad. So, you know, he he kind of like, um, you know, was just a larger than life kind of character. You know, like I remember people say to me, "Look, if you don't know who, if you if you, if you don't know what Ian Botham is about, then this is like what well, how it was with Ian Botham, Freddie." You know, <laughs> like people 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 would want to know what he had for breakfast and 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 what 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 he did. He just he just has that. Everyone just loves him. Everyone just gravitates towards yeah, him. Yeah, like an aura around him. Yeah, he just the people love being around him. I yeah. haven't said anyone who doesn't like being around him. And just a nice guy, just a big. You know, one thing surprised me about Freddy is um, he obviously drank. You know, loved up his drinking. But if he didn't drink as much, and now he stopped drinking, and he played, let's say, test cricket when he when he wasn't drinking, I don't know what kind of cricket it would have been. Could have yeah. been even better. <coughs> yeah yeah he wasn't bad yeah,
0: he didn't have a bad career anyway did he um, well he's <laughs> yeah, done brilliantly well now in the media and
2: yeah. uh, that's something you know even in myself I love to emulate you know to become a media personality TV
0: personality is, is after cricket one of my goals as well
1: oh brilliant nice yeah, to hear he's,
0: he's done brilliant hasn't he yeah another big character number 8 uh, Matt Pryor yeah Matt he used to get the
2: best out of me in terms of putting me under pressure I remember at Migo and he said Monty just throw the ball into me and I was like I don't want to throw it in, but he knew that I would switch off after a while if, if the ball never came to me. And it was his way of putting a statement every ball. Yeah. And I didn't really like it at the start. I was like, why do I have to throw the ball in? It's like, you know, I save my arms or a run out. <laughs> but I realized that it, it kept the intensity in the ball. Yeah. You know? And it was it was like Peter's more Peter Peter Moore's, you know, his his way of doing things. You know, I want that intensity, I want people to throw it in next ball. You know, and it, I felt exhausted, but I, <laughs> I, I understood. It put pressure on the batsman. It got everything in there, and you know, Matt Pryor. Yeah, there was times where you know I'd be like, oh, "This is I cannot be honest with it," but <laughs> he really, yeah, I was like, "Come on, mate, man, please, I don't want to throw it anymore." But I think he got the best out of some of the players in the England team. He was the engine room. He was a match winner himself. He, he really. He really gave a lot to that team when they became number one. You know, it's a lot. I think a lot goes a lot a lot. people you know
1: thank him for that? Brilliant. Just just before we go on to, to number nine, mate. I think incredible insight here that you've you've talked about how players got the best out of you and each other. It's a really, really good insight that. Um, but moving on at number nine, we've got Graham Swan. Yeah, Swanee. I,
2: I always love um, uh, you know playing playing. What is it against Swanee? No, not know we're with Swanee actually,
1: yeah.
2: Um, because um, the simple fact is that um, he was just brilliant. Swanee was just absolutely amazing to play with. Funny guy, and um, really good. You know, really good person to bowl with on the other end. You know, I I love bowling with him. I wish we played more Test matches together. It was just you know I I I remember. You know uh, when you know, we we played in India, we both started like, really really well together. It was an amazing. I, I loved every minute of
0: it because you know Sony was probably the best spin partner I had. You know, he was brilliant, brilliant. Just on, just on Swanny then, obviously when you went to the subcontinent, a place like that, you obviously bowled together. Well, obviously when you come back home, it's not very often you play sort of two spinners at home, is it? So what what was it like being teammates then, as well as sort of rivals for that one spin Yeah, star? it was a bit of a, like a. Uh... You know, like, how I could only
2: get in the team as a second spinner, I can't get in the team, um, as a first spinner because Swanee's just a better batter, yeah, and he can field really well. So, um, I think for me, uh, what I found was that uh, I just had to accept after a while that you know, you know, I would only play as a second spinner and, and Swanee would only be the first main spinner. So, um, that was yeah, that was quite difficult for me to take in because I was never really unfamiliar, you know, with not being a premier spinner. So for me, that was really unfamiliar. But he obviously, you know, credit to him, you know, he he wanted to take me on and he wanted that position because he wanted to, you know, pay for England and he loved it. And, you know, overall, he was probably a better cricketer than me. So that's something I had to accept. And I thought, you know, he's a brilliant spinner. He's brilliant in the media as well. He speaks his mind and he's a funny guy. So yeah, I've, I've you know I, I had to surrender and said sorry, mate. You're the you're the you're you're the gold medal on the podium now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so just just on Swanny really quickly, he talked about his cricket and stuff. Was he yeah? Uh, was he a good character in the dressing room, keeping everyone going as well?
2: Yeah, he was a fun guy. He, he made everyone laugh. He connected with a, a lot of people in the team, and he was always a funny, funny guy. You know, lovely, lovely guy. So. He's, uh, he's, 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 a, he's a full of laughs, full of bees, and uh, just a funny, f- fun person to be around. And that's why we and him get along really well. You know, we played a lot of cricket together. Yeah, He's he's done brilliantly well. And yeah, something that, again, you know, I, I love to get into the TV world, TV, media presenting, TV personality... Yeah, yeah. you know, spinners, they just seem to have that, don't
0: they? Toughers. Yeah, there's 20, a few... Monty. Yeah. <laughs> 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 <I> mean, yeah. <laughs> it's got a ring to it, hasn't
2: it?
1: Yeah, yeah <laughs>
2: Exactly. Spinners just seem to, you know, I don't know, there's just, just always, you know,
0: the life of the party. <laughs> I love they that. S- spin-off show, it didn't even mean that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I
0: mean... Um, yeah, number 10, uh, you got Stuart Broad, mate. Yeah, Stuart Broad... Um, you know, he was like, I
2: think he was brilliant. I remember when he made his debut at Sri Lanka and he bowled really well. But I think what impressed me about him was he used to, he used to always, in the nets, get the bat- batters out. Or he, I remember he got Vaughn out. He, he bowled, his, bowled his off stump. And he was a youngster then. And Vaughn always thought, you know, this guy's really intelligent, how he's able to uh, work out on different pitches, how to get wickets. And to get to, you know, you know like in a net, to get the captain out in Sri Lanka, which I remember... That's like, you know, it's, just, it's, just, it's quite a big thing yeah. um, in terms of, uh, uh, how do I say it, um, uh, you know, Seema
1: on unhelpful conditions seemed to get something out of the pitch. So,
2: yeah, yeah I remember Vaughnly saying that, you know, he's, he's, he's an intelligent cricketer, you know, he's a really intelligent cricketer. And I think, yeah, he's always been like that. He's been a very intelligent, uh, he's a very intelligent man.
1: Yeah, lovely. Um Never really put, I guess, another choice for number 11. 584 test wickets, Jimmy Anderson.
2: Yeah, I remember playing under-19s with Jimmy. And uh, and then I remember when he played for under-19s, he took about 60 wickets for Lancashire when he got his call-up. And he was just getting people out, left, right, centre. Yeah. And uh, then we went on the academy together. And he got the... I remember at, at a training session with Rod Marsh, he actually, you know, he used to just pull it on a length and just snick second, like, just get batsman out, you know, on second slip. And that was, he used to do that for fun then. I was like, God, I remember Freddie coming into bat, he snicked him and he got him out. And during training sessions, and it was just like, oh, this is this is what Jimmy does normally anyway. And you know what, one thing I really loved about Jimmy when I was younger was his his arm he used to have a thunderous arm he used to throw from miles away and I couldn't <laughs> throw that far I used to always say why does he throw so well and I can't throw that far <laughs> <laughs> you know he was yeah he was a, he, he was just a, like he had everything Yeah, he, he was a great arm his bowling was good he was fit you know athlete
1: Yeah,
2: uh, something that I didn't have I, I think I became more of an athlete as I got older <laughs> um, because I just yeah worked hard on my fitness and different aspects, but oh, yeah. he was yeah he was like um, always there yeah yeah he, he I think he naturally had that that you know that ball which just balls fourth stump line and, and and get 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 to snick yeah uh, yeah he just he just naturally had that.
0: Mm. So obviously you played with the, obviously anyone who's played with Broad and Anderson picks them for, you know the records they've got are quite unbelievable really. Um, you sort of heard of it a little bit earlier on. Could you see how good they were going to be and the careers that they've had? Um, I think they got the...
2: Yeah, I always thought Jimmy was going to be great. Brody, um I think he learned, he learned as in with, with international cricket how to be effective. And uh, I think Matt Pryor was really good for him. You know, Pryor really helped him with his bowling and, and, and he had a good keeper there. So that really helped him. Yeah, um, and and he just became a he, he, he became a really good bowler. Uh, uh at, at international level, you know, he did really really well. He was, uh, I think, he was just intelligent to work out how to get back an out and 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 how what to do with the ball. So, yeah, he was a um, he was yeah. I, I think Jimmy's got the best out of him as well. You know, yeah, he, I think he's had some prior, and Jimmy's kind of been really helpful for him. Yeah. Uh,
0: but for me, I think Jimmy's. Probably the best bowler we've ever had, best cricket we've ever had yeah. uh, you know, in English cricket. Definitely. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's got, you've got a great 11 there, mate, but we've got a little 12 man as well. <laughs> Another great bowler. Yeah, bowl I then. always he had some be Because I remember at Old Trafford against Pakistan, he took six wickets, I took four.
2: But he was brilliant in terms of uh, how to uh, just, he just got everyone out. It was just off a of length. He, he used to just get everyone out. And, you know, he was. Harmison was brilliant. You know, he, he was absolutely brilliant in, in what he did and, and how he was as a as, as a I, I thought Steve Harmson, um you know, he's he was like a like a Curtly Ambrose. You know, off, similar to Curtly Ambrose. Yeah, just a tall guy, bowled these amazing, you know, fast deliveries, and uh, yeah, he was. I, I enjoyed my partnership with him. He was kind of laid back, and he just yeah. wouldn't say much. But when he got the ball in his hand, he would just tear people
1: apart yeah te- look te- you know the 90 miles an hour from that height i don't think i'd have fancied yeah. going out and facing them <laughs> you know
2: he was amazing he's like the white
0: ambrose <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh so yeah brilliant mate so just before we sort of finish off mate can you pick a captain out of all them sort of ex-captains you've got there at the top uh, yeah we've won it Brilliant. Oh um, any names, just off the top of your head, mate, that were sort of quite close, just missed out on the team? Um, I don't know, there's so many other players. Who else could have chosen that? is another one Collingwood is good. I think, you
2: know, yeah, that's good enough for me. Yeah, Collingwood.
1: And, and also, if we have Collingwood as 13th man, we can just bring him onto field yeah yeah
0: he's always there he's always he's a good fielder yeah. yeah okay mate um, just before we let you go mate I've got a couple of
1: sort of quick
0: questions for you quick um, fire um,
1: around what was the best ground that you love bowling at Uh-oh. Old Trafford good shout good shout um, we're not allowing Lords as an answer to the next one where's the best tease <laughs> <laughs> oval. oval nice
0: uh, who's
1: best ledger you came across, mate? <laughs> it's got to be an Aussie, either, right? Yeah, it should <laughs> be. <laughs> I don't know. We'll take Australia as a whole, shall we? <laughs> yeah, just just try Australia. <laughs> and, and last one, mate. You going on tour? Who's your ideal roommate? That's interesting. Um, uh, uh. Probably Freddie. Freddie, nice shout. Good. Brilliant. Some some fascinating insight there. As I say, look, love how you talked about how some of them players could get the best out of their teammates. I think, Steve, is that everything from us, mate?
0: yeah I agree there mate find out different details about different players and bringing the best out of people that was uh, brilliant uh, yeah so thanks again Monty thanks for your time thank and you. your insight and a great
1: team mate alright then yeah cheers Monty thank you very much and thanks everybody again for listening check out the website academynorth.co.uk check out the social media at academynorth1 thanks Steve and thanks Thanks again massively Monty
2: thank you very much thank you thanks, cheers bye bye cheers